So welcome back to another Player 2 E3 2021 Summer of Gaming, whatever the fuck they're calling this shit, wrap-up. Um, and for the first time in far too many years, Jay Parnas is back on the Player 2 platform. So how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing, doing well. It has definitely been a hot minute uh, yeah. since we've done kind of anything. But yeah, it's still, still around, still exists. Yeah, we'll have to, I mean, I'll have to find a way to crowbar you into some other stuff going forward. We we even like, we had a chat on the phone the other day. I'm like, what could we do now? For me, I might realistically maybe need to wait a little bit until the kids are just a little bit older and not totally destroying <laughs> every possible opportunity to record something. But we'll have to kick some ideas around and see what we can do. But I brought you in today. We've had a whole bunch of these already. We've talked about, I've talked about Ubisoft. I've talked about uh, Koch, as I've discovered in the last few days. It's Koch Media, not Coke. Not like the Coke brother, anyway. Um, what are, Ubisoft, there's uh, Koch, there's been a whole bunch of others so far and more to come. But Jay, I've always associated you with... JeffKeely.net. Uh, we didn't do Jeff Keely. We did we did a write-up <laughs> on the website for that. But um, sure. for years, you especially like in recent years, you've kind of pivoted a little bit more towards the PlayStation side of things. But for a long, long time, I really associated you as being Xbox and really knowing a lot about what was going on in that platform in terms of what Microsoft was doing, but also, you know, even some of the indie space and stuff that was going on there. Some of the stuff that's just the ins and outs of all X- things Xbox. So I wanted to get you on board to talk about what oh. you thought from this showcase. I thought you'd be the perfect fit. So we're going to kind of go through yeah. all that was announced. Yeah, it was... Look, a lot of that's been friend, like a friends list pivot more than yeah. anything else. Um, and... Were I to pick up, uh, like the, the new Microsoft console, I haven't picked up either of the two platforms because I do they even really exist? Uh, not in stores, certainly. Um, but in terms of ways. which one I was, yeah, yeah, hitting that refresh button. Oh, no, um, no, no, no. In... I've got ways, but then we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, in terms of a, a lot of what Microsoft showed, uh, a lot of it. Day one Game Pass, harder and harder to not justify Buying like a money perspective. Yeah. yeah. Well, from a money perspective, it's better value than you're going to get anywhere else. If you're enough. a thrifty spender, if you're really you know conscious of your budget, I mean, they, they showcased 30 different games, 27 of which were coming to Game Pass day one. And others were like... Um, and we probably don't need to spend that much time on things like Battlefield Five, uh, Battlefield, sorry, twenty forty two, for example, from the presentation, sure. those sort of things. But there's a few, few little games like that. I think Diablo two, um, and obviously there's one more. I can't think of what it was. There's only, there's a couple exceptions that aren't, and that's probably because they're coming from big multi million, multi billion dollar corporations that don't necessarily need that Microsoft dollar to stay afloat, and they'll they'll hedge their bets and back the fact that they'll make and more money. And that's just day one. Yeah, just on yeah, day one. They I mean, very easily could. Well, Game Pass kind of has EA play in it. So we know that at some point Battlefield's going to come across. It's just a matter of time. And mm. at what point is, does that make financial sense for, for EA? But we'll kind of wheel through the stuff that's there because obviously there's there's a lot going on with Microsoft sure. these days since the Bethesda acquisition. So if you wanted to get your Bethesda Among fix, others. if anyone wanted their Bethesda fix, you're going to have to go to Xbox as well. So unless, of course, you want a death yeah. loop, which just didn't show up full stop. Um <laughs> Well, I think there was a there was a lot of I think this year was the first year where really saw a lot of those acquisitions start to kind of not come good, yeah. but you know, start to actually have a bit of a showing. And I think next next year, and look, probably twenty twenty um, pandemic did not help yeah. at all because some of the stuff was still kind of really fresh. 
Um, but I think that, yeah, over the next couple of years, probably going to see a lot more justification of the the, <laughs> the Xbox exclusive and not yeah, the absolutely. console launch exclusive, which that I've never been a big fan of with Microsoft conferences, the weird like, hey, it's with us first, but we're going to word it in such a way to obscure what it really means to the yeah, layman. Yeah, it's kind of weird nothing language. And we get a few of these cases where the exclusivity lasts for like, I think there's been a couple where it's been like two weeks. Like, really? Yeah. It's... Yeah. I mean, look, the it, language it makes it less seem... Less. Look, I hope as time goes on, we see less of that and we see more of... Not that I'm trying to inflame the console wall or anything like that. It'd just be nice to see them kind of come good with the first party, which is the thing that they've yeah. always liked. Yeah, exactly. That's been the big, like, if you're a PlayStation fan, of which, I mean, I've been unabashedly a, a pro PlayStation person for years, that's always the thing I've been able to hang over the yeah. top of say, like, you've got Halo, you've got Gears, you've run Fable into the ground, what else do you have? And and I'll dangle yeah. The Last of Us and I'll dangle God of War and I'll dangle, you know, and obviously there's, you know, people and their preferences and whatever, I can understand there's still um, personal preferences and difference there, but the sheer quantity just blew Xbox out of the, out of the water and now they're starting to turn that around. It is important to know. They've got Doom mention, guy. Yeah, exactly. They've got Doom now. Um, it is important to note uh, since the event has been held, uh, Paris Lilly, who's uh, big in a lot of Xbox spaces, he's already tweeted out that uh, he's excited to announce that he's host of an Xbox Game Showcase Extended, which is going to go on on June 17. So the Xbox is already having already planned a follow up event where we're going to be seeing stuff from Double Fine, Obsidian, Ninja Theory, Rare, and Dev Partners from around the globe. So they've got a follow up presentation that's literally less than a week away. Um, to see and learn a lot more about right. this stuff. So that is kind of a, a disclaimer, a thing we should all keep in mind as we're going through this. But they did kick off the press conference with oh, a too. Bethesda title and Todd Howard. And yeah. that's, of course, Starfield. Yeah, weird to, weird to see him kind of most front and centre right at the start of the show. I was like, oh, all right, how's Fallout 76 going? And we'll get to that later. But yeah, we got there, weird. Um, but yeah, it was, it was surprising to see... Um, I guess for like to kind of jump to the end, I guess it was weird to see a release date straight up. But considering that everything else from that game has just been, hey, we've got a title. The weirdest thing about that though was that it was a date for the eleventh, eleventh, twenty twenty two. They've announced a release date that's almost eighteen months in the future. Like you don't see that happen. I guess maybe they're trying to jump on the whole one 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 I mean, one two two. Like they they did one one. Sorry, they did eleven 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 for Skyrim. Like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, right. So, literally ten years, oh, ten years to the almost, well, ten years to the day it'll end up being. So, since Skyrim will be when their next big one comes out, but oh, oh sorry, 11? eleven years. Sorry, sorry, eleven. I, I fell, in, I fell into that trap there because of the same you day. <laughs> you got um, math. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the fucking math teacher. But anyway, um, what did you make of what you saw? Because I don't know about you, but we didn't um, really see that much. Still, they didn't show gameplay at all. Well, they said it was in engine, didn't they? So like, yeah. it was not. It was not. We got a sense like what it's going to look like visually. Yeah, it, it looked quite nice. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. It's very hard to take much of away from it, but it's. I mean, more than anything, I guess. Hey, it's a real game, and hey, it's exclusive. Yeah, that was the so, thing. Like, there. Hey, smashing, smashing that on the head because obviously the internet has still been up in arms about that for the longest time since the acquisitions you know had sony made a deal beforehand and they were working on a deal before before xbox swooped in they were about to make it exclusive to playstation at least in a time capacity anyway potentially 
but then Xbox just threw the kitchen sink at them and that was that was that done. Yeah, we've seen that happen before. Um, so, what? you know, it, it definitely corrals them into, I guess, yeah. Xbox side of the pen. So. Oh, look, it's, I mean, Bethesda stuff and especially a big Bethesda Game Studios title is going to win a lot of people over. Not everyone, but it's going to win a lot of people over. So For sure. I mean, especially you don't have to look at the... Skyrim and Fallout numbers to know that there's lots of people that are just mad about the games that Todd Howard makes. So. And the, the way, like, the language that Todd was using about it was very evocative of how they would announce, like, yeah. a new Fallout. Like, it was very much a, hey, here's a new RPG, and I have a different kind of setting. The, the format seemed to be a bit... Familiar, in a sense. Very, yeah, very yeah. familiar. Yeah, exactly. So what did you um, think no about idea Stalker 2? Because um, that was, that was, was the immediate follow-up, and again, like, another release date that's almost a year out. Yeah, and I look, it's it kind of started the trend, um, and they they kind of bucked that trend as this as the the show went on. But it it kind of has been the hey, this is next year, and you know, again, twenty twenty really made things tough for quite a lot. So, yeah, it having it be that I mean, it's still early. Yep, twenty twenty two was probably earlier than I expected to be. Yeah, I thought it was. I. Leading into this, I mean, I didn't really think about Stalker 2 that much because I seriously considered it to be, you know, 2023 potentially with, with pandemics and that sort of thing. But to see sure. it early 2022 is kind of cool. And what I do like, and to yeah. the point about Starfield and this, is that whether they hit the dates or not remains to be seen, but they're kind of putting their stake in the ground and saying, this is where we're going to be. And we've heard reporting in the last couple of weeks that they want to get a... Now, admittedly, this is not a um, an Xbox Studios title, but they're saying we want exclusives every quarter. Like we're going to have one big exclusive every quarter. And whilst this isn't first yeah, party, I think they're looking to build towards this and maybe st- something like Stalker 2 is going to bridge that gap until the Xbox studios are all underway and the Bethesda studios are all... I mean, Bethesda's obviously been doing Bethesda for ages. But when mm. those two machines kind of start clicking to gear, they're going to be flying along and we'll probably hit that every quarter quite confidently. But dropping something like Stalker 2 in the meantime, a third party exclusive... Probably great for them. And maybe that's what the console exclusive becomes. Something to just hold people over between, like maybe you don't do only have a couple of months of exclusivity, but maybe that's to tide you between the next kind of the Obsidian game to the next Bethesda game or the next Bethesda game to the next Double Fine game or the next Double Fine game to, you know, the next Halo game or whatever. Maybe that's what they should call. I look forward to talking Double Fine with you soon. I think there's one topic there that we're going to have a great time chatting about. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Stalker 2, look, it looked cool. It was, I it felt like it was nice. more of a tone piece than anything. They still didn't say a hell of a lot about what the game kind of is in some senses. We saw little slices, but not a meaty. Yeah. Thing. It struck me as them kind of showing maybe little gameplay segments of, like, things to expect as part of, like, not necessarily like a gameplay loop per se, yeah. but... Know, things to expect, like how, how the game may want you to play certain sections, and it looked great. Yeah, definitely yeah, looked great. It had it had a good vibe to it, like a really good like horror-y, but a bit a bit to that sort of yeah, edge it's of the just spectrum. tipping into it. Yeah, not necessarily completely immersing themselves, but it is. I mean, I believe the original game was kind of meant to be a horror game. I think. Yeah, it didn't look necessarily like that's. 100% what they're shooting for you. Yeah, they're not, but... going, they're not going completely over top with the whole thing. It's not going to be Resident Evil 7 or 8, for example. 
yeah, there was no real like jump scares or anything yeah. like that. In, in the... But speaking of horror games and, and games that are kind of intimidating you with nasty beasts, uh, <laughs> back, for, back for Blood showed up, which also had its own presentation. WB was having one kind of in the hours afterwards. I can't say that I've actually watched that at this point, but I think I've got all I, I, I have the game already. The thing that I think, I don't know about you, we already knew the release date of October 12, but I think the thing that was most interesting is the fact that the game is coming to Game Pass. I would argue from that presentation. Yeah, I, and I think, again, it's just another one of those sort of value... Value ads. Conversations, yeah. Because, I mean, again, if you get former... And, and it seems to be like the year of co-op. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. And again, I'm sure we'll talk about that more later on as there's kind of more of these that are in their heads. But yeah, I, I guess it almost uh, a sales pitch you could have if you've got four mates that don't know what console to pick. They'll pick up Xbox by Game Pass. They've kind of got a whole slew of... Massive number of games. Of games they've they can... got their online. They can play together for nothing beyond yeah. their Game Pass and console subscription. Yeah, and, and that I guess will... It, not to segue into the next next game straight up but it, again like the like the, these two like for blood and obviously the next game that they showed uh contraband both seem to be co-op both seem to be coming straight to to game pass yeah i mean back for blood it seems like there's a trend dead. like obviously that's kind of it is dead. i mean what i do like yeah, about it's a bit it of a known that, quantity yeah on the xbox side i like that they're kind of because obviously Obviously, Left 4 Dead came to PC as well and was clearly biggest on PC, thanks to Steam and sure. Valve and all that. But it was massive on Xbox 360 as well. And I think by mm. making this business deal, they're telling people that just like Left 4 Dead, Back 4 Blood is to, should be associated with the Xbox platform. So it's good marketing on their, on their end, especially if they're trying to capture those, those old Left 4 Dead fans. Really? And, and crazy PC people. And I, I think that that is going to be the theme the event was just yeah. how much value you're going to get whether it's single player or multiplayer just how easy it is to just pick all this sort of stuff up and no extra cost and just to get straight into it like that they, they're definitely coming across as a web for games and here you go just have them yeah. i mean yeah for sure so you mentioned contraband look i, I think it was a because i haven't seen I was, I was just going to say very quickly before we leave uh, Back for Blood, it, it, it was more than I'd seen of the game in terms of the actual gameplay because I'd only seen Crisis or real stuff yep. of it. So it was a bit more of a, a showing, I guess. And, and again, because I've not seen the Warner Brothers portion uh, either. Yep. So for me, it was a bit more of a look into the actual uh, gameplay and moving from uh, like objective to objective and some of the different characters and whatnot. So that it was, it was a decent look and it, it's... Definitely something that I'll, I'll keep in the back of my mind for you know, when co-op time comes around. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll crack in with you. Like, I'm as much as I'm a PlayStation yeah. guy, it's going to take a hell of a lot to sell me on getting like picking it up on PlayStation. Like, I'm going to need a lot of friends to be picking it up on PlayStation for me to not go and play it on Xbox because at least four. <laughs> it just makes sense. Yeah, obviously, I want a nice, nice pool of options if I can. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, don't want to try and lock yeah, down four because I'm as unreliable as they come these days with kids, so I can respect anyone else who yeah, might well. be in the same boat. So, yeah, Contraband. That's um, true. You obviously referenced it a moment ago. It's a cop smuggler's paradise set in a fictional world of 1970s Bay. And, um, coming day one to Game Pass, no date. They're emphasizing the tweet that you can play it solo or with friends, so, which is kind of nice for anyone who is that kind of single-player person. But 
What'd you make of it? Obviously it was well. Obviously, it was just a, a little teaser trailer. Nothing, a game related really shown. It was it was pretty neat that they kind of like the way that they got the message across with the like the, the obvious like very reminiscent of uh, Dead Island One, if you remember that yeah. with like the the long the long camera pan, yeah, um, and uh, the, the slow or, or stopped motion um, element to it. Um, I I like that they got exactly what the game was across to you in very very few words i think that was really smart for a teaser a lot of teasers are just hey it's a snippet of you don't know what bye yeah boom, okay, title screen, off we go yeah whereas this it, it kind of gave you a lot of the information and i mean look doesn't love a good heist game yeah i mean look at the people playing gta 5 for the heists like people want that's right. lots of that stuff and people begged for it to be in red dead which I don't think it's ever happened. I don't know if it's happened yet, but people want that sort of thing. And this seems to be giving people a little bit of that. So it's kind of cool. Definitely. And look, the the fact that it's, it's been touted as like an open world game as well. is pretty interesting. Like maybe there'll be a bit of a ghost recon there where there's that whole, like making sure everyone's in the right spot, doing the right thing at the right time to take out guards or whatever. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of potential. A, yeah. I guess, rob a place, <laughs> like case the joint, rob the place. Okay, I mean, again, to like payday is out there doing work. And, and we've new... now got a payday three confirmed. So like it's... Exactly. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a thing. As long as it's good Ghost Recon and not Breakpoint Ghost Recon, because that's a piece of shit. But um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for Ubisoft's sure. trying to fix that one up. Good luck to them. Next up is Sea of Thieves, a game that obviously we've been discussing for, for years at this point. Um, but they've yeah. added a pretty cool licensed um, DLC or expansion that's going to be coming, I believe, just free to the game. They didn't they didn't outline anything. Oh, yeah, it's a free update. Yeah. That's going to feature Captain Jack Sparrow, Davy Jones, and a whole bunch of Pirates of the Caribbean kind of base content. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it was kind of interesting to see some of those characters it's realized with the structures that a lot yeah. of those Sea of Thieves characters, Sea of Thieves characters have, um, with the very, I guess, Jack Sparrow with the very kind of long, long face. Um, and but look, it, it, if you're going to get a Pirates one, that's probably the most obvious one to go for. Yeah, I guess the, the free portion was definitely the most surprising for me because, I mean, I have a fair bit of money to get a Disney license and then put the content out for free, right? Yeah, I, I guess it maybe isn't the most expensive license to get, but it's still, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not Star Wars, it's not Marvel, it's not Mickey Mouse, but it's still, still pretty big. Like if they put out a, yeah, I mean, a new it, movie, it's going to make a yeah. shit ton of money. Like, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a franchise but, that's still money making. You know what I mean? It's not. Do you think it'd get you back into Sea of Thieves or get you to try it out? Because in my, from my perspective, um, I tried Sea of Thieves for, couple days maybe 10 hours all up right give or take and it just never grabbed me because i felt like everything was kind of like it was just directionless whereas what this shows and i'm, I'm guessing there's probably other content that kind of fits this same um kind of design philosophy where this feels far more directed there's a there's a through line there's a there's a core mission structure that we're following here and again i'm guessing they've probably added that stuff since but like this is kind of enticing to go and pursue something like that I wouldn't know what the hell um, I'm doing. Perhaps. I'll sit my ship in the first five minutes, but... <laughs> you run aground. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I'm I'm not too sure if necessarily that would that would grab me. I mean, I've never been a big to the Caribbean, and I mean, I, I really like that first movie, but me, it kind of went off the rails from there. So, I mean, look, it's it's really cool that they've they're, they're putting out like more content. Yes, maybe I'm still sour that I feel like there are other properties Rareware could be working on. Well, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's where I'm at. Like, we maybe, we, we didn't see Everwild, which is their next one, as well as yeah, all the old IP they could be going back to. <coughs> Banjo. Um, we saw Battlefield. Hey, don't, even, don't even get me started. I I see the new Ratchet and Clank game, and I'm like, boy, that could be Jet Force Gemini. Just saying. Just saying. Well, yeah. I tried out that game. Anyway. We haven't spoken about this. I tried out that game Tamarin last year, which was meant to be kind of uh, some of the old Jet Force Gemini folks working on it. That was a turd. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It was real unfortunate. Uh, we, we mentioned Battlefield 2042 at the top there, and we don't really need to dive into that much. It's not coming to Game Pass. No. EA's given it a big presentation. Uh, I must say, when I, when I, I saw know, the game it, get revealed the, the other same... day, and I missed, I missed the live video stream, but I saw some screenshots pop up on Twitter, and I thought, oh, great, this is going to be awesome. Like It actually looks like a kind of cool, enticing campaign and then i read later on that it doesn't have a campaign like well piss that off so it's also there was a lot of sandstorms in the microsoft fan yeah it was i don't know why that's why it's the year of the sandstorm i don't like it's the year of a lot of things but i never would have picked sandstorm i mean the apocalypse is coming jay yeah get i mean yeah get to root on the phone um it's we're ready (laughs) so next up and we teased this before Psychonauts 2 from mm. Double Fine, Tim Schafer. You're, um, it took me a long time to finally try out Psychonauts, but you're a fan of the franchise from way, way back. Just how hyped are you for yeah, this? Yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped for this. I mean, I, was, I, I strong-armed you into it. I yeah. strong-armed you and the boys into it um, many moons ago. And, and you got right up to the end. I remember um, rocking up on the, the day of recording for that, and you were Finch at the up. last, yeah, a very, very difficult unnecessarily difficult level but you were like right at the conclusion of that game so you you put in you put in the time um look i've i've played through that game a number of times it's a, it's a fantastic it's a, it's hard to even call it a one of those because it's not really right it's i mean it's a it's a sort of game they don't really make a whole lot of anymore no. the, the like the mario 64s you know the the even the and Mario it's not even Odyssey that because really. like I mean obviously the Mario sixty fours and the Mario Odysseys like they're brilliant but this is brilliant in its own way because it's like it's I wouldn't say platforming wise is necessarily as refined but what it doesn't have in that sense in terms of what we expect from a Mario platformer it makes up for with the, this personality and charm and quirkiness and in some cases just total balls to wall ridiculous sort of approach that because 100%. of the sanitized nature of the Mario franchise you don't see there. Um, it's always and been I good really with it. Like it's, it's had a great sense of like almost psychedelia. Yeah, it's almost like a, a weird, I guess, acid trip of a, of a game. And and again, like its platforming is actually surprisingly it's good engaging because no, it's, it's really because good, there's different. Say it's Mario sure. levels, I guess. Oh no! Well, it's 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 a very different thing, right? Because yeah. the the main character is, is part acrobat, right? So there's yeah. a lot of like swinging from ropes and tight walk balances, and like a lot of the stuff. And I, to their credit, I, I think a lot of the stuff that they did is the sort of stuff that you really don't enjoy in a Mario game, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, who who likes watching Mario be like, ooh, ooh, like no no one, right? No, like no. that's you know hanging from a, hanging from a pipe is not what you're doing you, you're triple jumping and you're jumping on people's heads that's that's what you're doing there whereas um i think that the level design in the psychonauts game 
and what they're showing here is is definitely a, a testament to still got it um a lot of cool wacky weird environments and i'm 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 super hyped for it yeah i've been super yeah. hyped for it since it, it kind of got announced yeah since the fig campaign and all that and obviously important to note that was one pre uh like te- teed up that's coming to playstation and is it nintendo as well yes. Maybe, maybe not, but it's definitely coming to PlayStation. This oh, is sure. one of those things it's... that was before the Xbox deal was Before the acquisition. So keep that in mind, everyone watching and listening, because you, if you don't have an Xbox, you can pick it up on PlayStation still. We can probably... Definitely... Oh, go on. I was just going to say, like, sticking with... Um, to, a, to a larger degree, I guess, Double Fine. Um, they've always had to kind of... And look, I, I respect what they've done in terms of kind of staying indie and, and being their own beast. Um, with you know your kickstarters and your fix and yep. whatnot um i am but no more <laughs> really really i'm really interested to see what they can kind of put together with an being unshackled yeah. exactly being unshackled by financial restriction uh, and i guess to a certain degree you could argue that they probably haven't been considering how much their campaigns have net- netted them yeah. up front but without having that kind of restriction of well to the backers and to, to whatnot it'll be i'm really interested to see creatively what they can kind of put out there yeah because there's certainly a lot of potential but there is i guess there's like a little thing at the very back of my lizard brain that's going but what if that abundance of money kind of corrupts the vision a little bit and maybe they get too carried away like there's there's an argument both ways I now suppose, I, I personally yeah. think with something like, sure. like tim schaefer at the top you're not going to have that issue but there is that one percent chance sort of thing but what if sure yeah i, so. I guess i guess it, it's it's all about how like that check really is right oh, yeah. it's, it's all about like how how micromanaged are you and i, I think seeing games like free come out seeing games like well originally cuphead a lot of those sorts of sex stories are word it's 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 encouraging really yeah my tongue but yeah it, it's encouraging to see how they treat those sorts of developers um or at least from what we've seen that they haven't been the eas or the activisions where it's yeah. like cool put it out and we shut down the studio and then they put it out and then they shut down the studio, the studio you know what i mean like yeah. exactly yeah exactly yeah exactly you knew exactly where i was going with that so it's it's yeah it's heartening to see is kind of the that's the word i was looking for now there was a few things that, and we're kind of scrolling through a big list of titles here. There's certain, there's a few things missing from that list that I might kind of look to fill the gaps with as well. But there was a segment sure. here in the middle where we saw like Fallout 76. It's getting some Fallout 3 based DLC with the Pit, um, the Steel Rain, which kind of continues the Brotherhood of Steel storyline. But honestly, I don't. I, I think you're probably with me on this. Fallout 76 is a, still a bit still of a game in my eyes, and the further we can get from it, probably the better, right? Yeah, I, I was when I was watching the show, I was like, boy, I wonder how much Microsoft really wants to be spending on this game Yeah, uh, in terms of time. And to be fair, they didn't spend a ton of time either, so... Didn't. they? Look, I'm, I'm not saying that they enough. You know, wasted anyone's time, but I, I feel like that might have been a somewhat of a requirement from the Bethesda side to try and be like, look, we need to make money on this thing. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, we also saw, and this was very, very brief, that the Elder Scrolls Online is getting an enhanced version that's coming to Series X, S, and, of course, PS5 as well, literally tomorrow, as of when we record this. So that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, for yeah, anyone, just... I mean, ESO is still massive. 
and getting bigger all the time. So um, it's great yeah, to see that that's coming. Honest, it's, it's weird to see MMOs. Yeah. Good to see MMOs kind of get a second wind. And in that same window, uh, Doom Eternal's getting an X-Gen title update as well. So that's going to get some mm-hmm. uh, some updates. Um, some really cool stuff there. They spoke about Flight Simulator as well. Um, that's getting its console kind of skew as well. There's some really, really good things going on there with some of the the Bethesda titles, some existing releases getting updates and ports. We've got a massive look at all the Game Pass stuff. They're adding... I mean, we already had heaps and heaps of Bethesda games on Game Pass yeah. where they added things like Fallout 1 and 2, Tactics, um, a whole yeah. bunch of the Rage, the original Rage, a whole bunch of other stuff in there as well. So that was that was pretty cool what they did in that section as well. Yeah, it's it's almost what you would like to see from a lot of other studios. Just yeah. like, hey, here's our back catalogue that you can just pick up. Um, there, there's plenty of games where, and I, and I think unfortunately the the remaster syndrome has kind of copped it, a lot of that and, and left a lot of really good stuff back in the coffers, right? Yeah. Um, so seeing a lot of just old stuff exactly as it was way back when, just like, hey, cool, you want that game again? Here it is. And if it's on Game Pass, so I was like, yeah, cool, just have the it. To, the barrier to entry is non-existent pretty much. So. Yeah, it's like, you know, here you go, just have it. Just take it, it, download it, have fun. What did you make of Party Animals? Um, if you hadn't have given me that name at the end, I've been like, oh, Gang Beast, looking good. Yeah. If, uh, if this is not made by the people that make Gang Beast, someone needs to phone up their lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it looks the part, right? Oh yeah, it looked it looked like a lot of fun. It it looked like if this is by the the gang based crew, definitely looks like the logical extension of what that game game is. It a one point The gang based one point I think. Yeah, I think at one point oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. It looks it looked like a lot of stupid fun. And again, day and date on Game Pass, but yeah, kind of cute looking animals, and they're just duking it out for no real yeah. apparent reason. I liked it a lot. There was a lot of headbutting. Like they were just bashing each other, headbutting each other off platform. Yeah, was it was... Ridiculous, but awesome. It was one like, like real heavy shovel hit. Someone copped a shovel real hard <laughs> in that trailer. And I was like, ooh. Uh, there's, uh, there's yeah. an animal, like Peter's going to get up in arms over this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Another quick one that we can kind of get through here. Fantastic game. One of the best games of last year in the eyes of many. Hades is getting a... Well, it's coming to Game Pass. It also got revealed it's coming to PlayStation, but of course that wasn't um, discussed in the conference. It's coming to both those platforms on August 13th after being, what, PC at the beginning of last year, end of maybe 2019, beginning of last year, coming to Switch, and now it's finally coming to the the big consoles as well. So Yeah, it's first non-Switch console launch because... Is Switch a handheld? Is it a console? What's I don't know what we call that these days. It's all a matter of perspective, right? Who knows? We we could be saying things very differently about the Switch platform in less than 24 hours from now. So yeah, yeah, for real. Very true. Um, But good to see that. That was another one. I think that they put a console exclusive or like like timed exclusive or whatever, like whatever the wording that they use, it, it seems like console launch exclusive. That's the term. So we may be seeing it later on PlayStation. So again, having come to Game Pass, it was arguably one of the top two games last year. Yeah. So yeah. having that out there people. for free is... Certainly a lot of the developers up. also, like ignoring kind of our, us, the plebs who just sit and play the games, the people who make them, they consider Hades to be the best game in the last year. So it's yeah. um, and not by any 
any short margin either. They yeah. seem to like it did pretty have unanimous. unanimous, yeah, pretty unanimous support. And, and again, just to have that straight up launching on Game Pass is pretty crazy. Yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't mind being super giant now and just you know, or at least working there and having access to their bank account because that'd be pretty sweet right now. <laughs> Um, next game, and I'm bouncing. I think it's bouncing only going to get sweeter. <laughs> it's yeah. only going to oh, yeah. get sweeter as it launches on you know, PlayStation well, and, and whatnot. And yeah. uh, I think that it's also getting a physical launch as well on on Switch. I yeah, I think, it hasn't already. I think launched. it already has, but I, yeah, if it hasn't, it's that definitely, was, it's definitely very announced. soon. Um, I'm bouncing to a different site here because the one we're looking at doesn't have this. So the next game is called Somerville, which is brought to you by some folks who've worked on Limbo in the past. Um, yes. I, I don't remember a huge a amount about thing. it, but it looked kind of weird. It, that's my my vague recollection of the thing. People running away from weird, uh, an object, crystal-like structures. Yeah. Was pretty much all I took away from that. It, it could be. Cool. It did strike me as like a limbo or a, a one of those. I yeah. guess. And when when you hear that it's come from the folks who uh, some folks who've worked on Limbo, you go, oh yeah, I can see that. Uh, the yep. next one we touched on before is one of the few games that di- uh, that isn't coming to Game Pass was Diablo 2 Resurrected. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to have 4K, 60 frames. It's going to have cross-progression uh, cross co-op for up to eight players, and it's launching September 23rd. So we've just kind of got a little bit of a snapshot with the Activision and their plans for the back end of the year. Looks like they're going the 1-2 Diablo and Call of Duty Punch. Yeah, uh, look, cross-progression is a really interesting i guess like is that how far does that extend i'd like to know more about that like is it just pc My... xbox is it are you using a, a blizzard account like are, are you kind of keeping your stuff everywhere because i mean they've, they've got blizzard accounts that work on playstation as well yeah. as i know, think Switch that's and whatnot, i think so. that's the key to the whole thing is the blizzard account because uh, I mean, we're diving into PlayStation conversation here, but all the all the talk has sure. been about them because they're the ones that are kind of putting the they're digging their heels in over things like crossplay. And I guess they're technically entitled to. It's not their they, they, don't, yeah, they sure. don't have to say you can play with others, but um, and people are having to pay big bucks to enable that cross progression. I think is a little bit different in in the sense that, and you've mentioned it perfectly in this particular example where you've got that Blizzard account that can connect them, and you just nice. upload to your Blizzard account and download it on your PlayStation and pick up from there, or vice versa, or whatever other platform PC if you want as well. Um, so it's good that they're they're implementing that, and hopefully it does extend to all platforms. And PlayStation are going to be the stubborn ones here. I wonder, I wonder how profitable that is, or at least money saving that would be for your console manufacturers to have actual publisher be responsible for the quote-unquote cloud save because a lot a lot of that feature like that's that's locked behind a paywall um at least on on sony consoles so it makes you wonder if like if you if you do have that progression external then you know maybe that starts to open up a conversation for hey maybe cross play cross progression all of that sort of stuff is value for money for them yeah. so maybe it's something you see in the future it's interesting for sure and i'm kind of keen to say see how it plays out and then i'm a big diablo 2 fan so i'm keen to just get back to playing that again and wet, wet the appetite because it's been a long yeah, time since sure. diablo 3 when i played that on the console i didn't play it at, at, at launch on pc where people were not as hot on the game if you remember um, Ooh. oh i do i do but they've turned things uh, around and diablo 4 is looking pretty great and i'm pretty keen to just between that between Diablo Immortal, which I know people go a little bit shitty about because it's a mobile game, but like it looks pretty good for a mobile game. Um, 
I'm just keen to get into Diablo 4, so this is exactly what I'm looking for. Did you play a Plague yeah. Tale the other year when that came out? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I, I did see that... That we got a sequel. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, that was the thing. I, I actually hadn't played it at all, and so for that that trailer, I was like, oh, that's it's weird that they'd add subtitles of this thing. Makes sense that it was a previous thing. Yeah. So I actually had no realm of knowledge of what that was yeah i mean the original tale sorry the original plague tale had a subtitle called innocence anyway so they, they kind of was baked into the baked into the cake the subtitle thing but very clearly a sequel i actually downloaded the original only a few days ago going like all right it's time to give this a crack and obviously I haven't done it just yet but now that i know there's a sequel on the way i think i might just fast track that a little bit so hmm. it's coming next year there's a lot of people that were really big on it. I was a little bit sceptical at first. I thought, oh, it's kind of that focus home, spiders sort of job. And the spiders aren't working on this, but, you know, um, they've never had a great track record. I kind of dismissed it for a while, but then the reviews came out. They were really praiseworthy. I thought, okay, time to get to this at some point. So time to get to this at some point, I guess. Uh, next one is one that we can probably touch on and move on from fairly quickly, Far Cry 6. Because there's been lots uh, of Far Cry 6 over recent days as well. I think I lost you for a bit there. I didn't. Oh, uh, Far Cry 6. Yes. Uh, skipping over potentially something pretty large. Oh, yeah, I might have done that out of order. We'll, we'll, we'll flip those around. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk, uh, sorry, Far Cry 6, and then we'll get to the, the big dog in a moment. What did you What did you make of Far Cry yeah, 6? The biggest of the biggest of boys. Um, yeah, look, I... I Sorry, everyone listening. There's a bloody really mower take... that started up next door or some shit. So I don't know if it comes through or not. Apologies to everyone if you can hear a mower in the background. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It's uh, yeah, the connectivity. I think is having a bit of a rough time at the moment. Um, yeah, look, it's a bit honestly. Um, seeing that that particular trailer, I'd not seen lot of the like i'd seen a lot of the sort of more serious like i saw the original like launch trailer of you know him with the kid with the grenade and whatnot yeah. um and i've seen like a little bit of gameplay and whatnot but this was probably probably the longest trailer i've seen and after coming out with the whole yes finally they're saying this game is political after seeing this trailer i i'm just confused i don't understand what they're going for yeah this trailer was clearly a if you had a slapped Just Cause 5 on this, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, there's not really enough parachutes, but it just but you seems get it. like yeah, a... it fits in, but it doesn't here. They're kind of conflicting yeah, it, messages, like... heavily conflicting messages. Yeah, it, it comes across as like a blow shit up and cause chaos and aha, aren't we wacky? It's, it doesn't really strike me as serious like, political climate that they're trying to portray it's almost as if you could you could kind of lose all of that and just have any sort of almost like cartoon faceless villain and it would it would work just It'd as well fine. it's it it, yeah, it was almost better i guess because again it would seem less discordant right it, it was look it looks nice i mean the game looks nice the gameplay looks very far cry yeah it's, it's just, familiar it, for me it was very discordant yeah, like oh, I'm gonna play it. I've liked Far Cry games in the past, but there's nothing that I'm looking at here that's convincing me that this is gonna be some big bold new step or at least advancing the franchise in any way. It just seems to be more of the same in some ways. 
I did like what they showed in the Ubisoft press conference with some of the season pass content. I mean, they're firstly bringing Blood Dragon back, which is cool, but um, like even yeah, though, that weird like as the villains thing yeah, looked like, pretty interesting. That looks interesting, but more so than the main game, which is probably not a good sign, really. And and again, for me, I think that disconnect is the main problem. I've I've sort of been hot and cold with the the Far Cries of, of the past. Like I yeah. was really big on Far Cry Three. Um, even bigger on Blood Dragon. I think that was a perfect, like, hey, let's oh, get weird with this shit. Amazing follow up there. Yeah, and and that was that was right at a time where the the standalone DLC was the kind of its own kind of thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, um, and I and I, I was a big fan of that. Um, they they took a lot of the core cool concepts and just kind of crammed it in and and just made it work start to finish. Um, it's yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I would honestly be more interested of seeing like a Far Cry Seven be not serious at all. Yeah, uh, I would almost, I would almost interested to see them take it not completely blood dragony, but I, I think there's some mid ground there. Yeah. Again, I guess where their, where their, where their roots lie, I don't know if that's even possible at this point. Yeah, they still want to have some sort of messaging. They've got a particular vi- vision for how they want their villains to be. And yeah. what you just described guess, kind of seems to conflict with that, even though I think it's be guess, better for the franchise, arguably. Yeah, but I mean, Far Cry Three was just a drug trip. Yeah, so that whole game was a drug trip. So I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, yeah, I honestly go. think that they could probably get a lot of profit out of just like not having the shackles of we want real world political intrigue. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think they could really do something fun with it. Now you're right, we did skip one. Probably the biggest game of the showcase. <laughs> yes. Halo Infinite. A pretty big boy, yes. Um, they showed uh, off some single-player stuff, mostly in terms of like a cutscene there, kind of t- uh, Chief talking to a Cortana of sorts that is and isn't, but, you know, that's, that's AI, part of that broad broad friend. narrative that's been going on in recent years. And the multiplayer as well. So they gave us a bit of both, which was important, I think, for, for fans of the franchise to see both. They did the thing that I've been saying that Activision should do with their Call of Duty series for the better part of the last 10 years. Absolutely. They have split the multiplayer and the single player. It's still going to come under the banner of Halo Infinite. But multiplayer is free to play. Yeah. They, they mentioned a seasonal... Component. Season 1 starts, yeah. That, so... A, a, it's going to go the way of you know, your war zones and your apexes and your fortnights and whatnot. Um, I think that's the smartest thing they could possibly do with that. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people out there that couldn't give two shits about Master Chief's next, you know, chasing the AI lady around yeah, space. Yeah, they just want to. They want to get into the multiplayer and they want to stick plasma grenades to people and. Watch out people with swords and yeah and you know and they want to hear the guy say triple kill that that sort of thing that's what they want that's what you know it's still a really good feeling like i'm, I'm not a, even a like, multiplayer guy but and, it's a really good feeling yeah it is and, and it's, it's really strange because it's almost like a deadpan voice it's almost robotic in sense but and they and when they had it they had a a multiplayer trailer just hearing that voice it's like yeah, right. There it is. That thing. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> there's that, exactly. there's that yeah. Warm, ah. warm, comfy oh. feeling that yeah. there it is. we haven't yeah. experienced in far too long. So I think that's 
especially if you're thinking from a Game Pass perspective, out of the box, you pick up your Xbox, you lift it out of the polystyrene foam, yep. the controller on charge for the first time, right? Get on your TV, and you have like Off you go. Uh, yeah. after da- after downloading, of course. Um, in fact, they should probably just preload the multiplayer on there for you. Just really buy your Xbox and it's just preloaded in there and off you go. They really should. They should like it should be like Vib Ribbon and Alex Kidd back <laughs> in the day. It should just be lo- it should be part of the, the uh, software interface. It's it the should P- be like hey, PS Five has Astro's Playroom and uh, Xbox has the Chief. Yeah, that's a. Big That's a pretty good sell. Yeah, you'd be winning a few people over with that. I mean, I'm, I like what I saw there, and again, obviously, Game Pass being a first-party exclusive. No date, still no date yet. That's the one big no um, elephant in the room. They did say this year, though. Yeah, and they did trot Joseph Staten out to kind of emphasize, "Hey, it's it's okay, nothing to panic about." Even though he's been at the studio for like six months now since coming back, or maybe closer to a year at this point, but like. That yeah. was that was a panic. I'm so we need someone it. to come back. We need to fix this thing up because Craig is not going to sell the game. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, you know what? I think again, divorcing the multiplayer from that, they've they've got a history of making decent multiplayers. Um, even even Halo Four and and whatnot have decent multiplayer. Yeah. So having those two separate, being like, well, okay, you you don't like the story, you think it looks like Roblox, that's fine multiplayer it's free it's on game pass got seasons this which means it's going to have you know long-term support assumedly go for it there you go have yeah. fun no i'm with you there and again i've been saying that for 10 years like if, if activision wanted to make a real go at a call of duty campaign which they they have done more of lately if they just put those two on different discs make money it's just profit yeah. just like yeah money yeah completely agree so I'm bouncing back to a different side again because they're missing a couple here. We had a few indies in fairly short... Well, indies certainly going for kind of AAA sort of tropes, though. Uh, the first one was really cool to see. It's called Shredders. It's kind of take on the old 1080 yeah. SSX sort of style. It's coming out December yeah. as well. Sure. Uh, and I think maybe Ubisoft stole a little bit of their thunder. With Steve um, and Riders their... Republic. Riders Republic, definitely. Like that trailer... I watched that yesterday. Looked pretty cool. Like right? a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I think it was the sense of speed. That was the only yeah. thing that I thought was lacking from from Shredders was the sense of speed. But I, I feel like they're yeah. going for a very different thing. They're, they're going for like a, almost like a skate style yeah, where it's very more... like footage based. Yeah. Slightly in reality. sim as opposed to an arcade style thing. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And, and it looked great. I mean, it. it Again, it's it's not so for me. I'm I'm usually more of an arcade fan, so more of an SSX or, or maybe a Riders Republic. But this definitely looked part. I, yeah. I was expecting at every point, at every turn in that trailer, I'm like, okay, so when's the avalanche? Never came. Didn't come. It's because it's, ba- it's clearly based in reality. Um, Who knows? So, maybe it'll be you know post-launch content. We go, okay, let's let's bring this arcadey sort of mode into it and have a bit of fun maybe, with the whole thing. Maybe and that and that'd be good. But it that'd was it was cool. Life to it. It did look very nice. Um, the snow looked good. The movement looked good. It didn't look jank at all. It was, yeah, it was yeah. cool. So also we've got a Soviet-era action RPG called Atomic Heart. Do you remember much about that one? Yeah, that thing was like, oh, that's tech horror. That's, mm, I don't like that. Didn't, didn't <laughs> that speak to you? Feel, 
Well, I mean, it, it did, but it's, oh, yeah, totally. it's very yeah. much giving you a, it, it gives you a sense of well, about all that. That's yeah, it's confronting, like, I guess, in that sense. Yes, very much like the weird it was little weirdly upbeat still, which was kind of the the thing that kind of yeah, took that me might back. have been the yeah, perhaps I don't like for me. I'm just like oh, tech horror, like tiny little wires like sailing around like little tentacles. I'm like mm, uh, about all that. Yeah, that's um, fair. So, but it, it looked very cool, like. Don't, don't take that as I didn't like the look of it and I think it's going to be bad. No, that it was going for a thing and it it, it nailed it because of how it, it made me feel yeah. from watching it. Um, it. I don't know what that thing is, but I, I'd be interested to see more of it, definitely. We also saw a new game, and this is one that a lot of the internet's been buzzing about, again, in the indie space, called Replaced. It comes from a team called Coatsync and Sad Cat Studios. Coming to PC, Xbox platforms, it doesn't outline Xbox One, but I assume it probably would. Um, game Pass 2022. This game, I thought was that last night for a little while there, which I yeah. think is an Aussie-based game, but then very quickly became clear that it wasn't. It looks amazing. I use Pixels like I, to a degree that makes me wonder why Pixels haven't been used like this before. Yeah, or at least to this extent, it looked fantastic. Like, I would I would challenge anyone who's watching this go watch the trailer again and just look at the foreground elements. Oh, it was so it was busy, really, really busy, but not even like the sense time. of the sense of three D to it, like the the clear like plane to plane, like the you've got like the background that you're walking on because obviously it looked very two D, right? But then like the foreground that was almost like. How do I show this in the camera? Like this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. First, there you go. like, like that. Um, obviously less sharp, but it, it was like you had a great sense of like shit that was on the ground, like snow and puddles and stuff. And and you you look at it and you're like, man, that looks almost like a 3D ray tracing-y kind of vibe to it. And yeah, then you look back at the main character and it's like... Be, but... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 very much a trick of the eye, and because you look at that and you're like, man, that looks really cool, yeah. and you look back at the, at the character and you're like, man, that dude just jumped out of a Super Nintendo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it, it's it, it's weirdly it jarring a, in a sense, really but it still cool. looks amazing. Uh, but, but yeah, it's yes, it's jarring almost like a the character's way. been trans. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the character's been transplanted, but then you look, you kind of like look a little closer, and you're like, oh, that. All the same. That's all. They're all pixels. They're all there. Yeah, and you're just scratching your head, wondering how. Very cool. One I think yeah, we can both very, breeze very cool. over fairly quickly is Among Us. I mean, it's it's on consoles. They're, they're adding 15 player lobbies. Um, sure. Is that, is that about, about it for you? Then we can move on from that. Definitely. Yeah. The next one Definitely. was kind of cool, and it's the I guess we're foreshadowing a little bit here, but it's the first time that uh, Obsidian pops up in this entire presentation, uh, the Shroom and Doom update for Grounded. And a giant yeah. hideous spider that they then reminded everyone that there's an arachnophobic mode. <laughs> arachnophobic and it just turned mode. into two big blobs and even that, and they still, shit, that's still scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think well, that was kind of their, the that was their was... PR thing. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I like that they obviously pull it, like they played on the joke of like, yes, we have mushrooms. Not that, was not that kind. That, but that also was the that gag kind, that I think me. they said, didn't they? I think they also... No, I think... 
I think they mean that they don't have any psychedelics in the game. Is what I'm <laughs> I, I swear sure there was something where they said, but also we do, or something like that. Just like a little... Oh, really? I, okay, I, I, I might have misheard it. I might have missed that too. But the way I, I, I thought it was like... Mentioning that was, was worth it. But yeah, um, looks interesting. I, I've not I've not touched Grounded myself. Um, yeah, I haven't yet either. It's... And it's still not done. They did stress that too at the end, that this is still an in-progress game. It's not... It's still early access. It's not 1.0 yet. Yeah, it's looked interesting. It looked like they're, they're you know, they're cranking out content for that thing. Yeah. So, um, apparently a lot of people that. really, a lot of people really want to sit down in that game. Yes, that was yeah, weird. I guess. Yeah, very. I don't just take in the sights as a giant huntsman comes crawling over to you and tries to bite your head off. All right, I'll just sit down and embrace it. Next game is one of the big indie games that people have been looking forward to for quite some time. 12 minutes. Um, I feel like I've seen that game a lot. Um, I remember, and this is me going back when uh, in my years when I was really just constantly consuming like kind of funny content. Um, that was like 2015 that the, the developers came into the studio and showed them the game. And that was actually the day that it kind of caused it to break out. Like they, just the right platform, right time. Got a bit of a got a bit of steam up. Popped up at an Xbox showcase a few years later, and then we went quiet again. But now we've got a release date. So the the thriller that kind of stars. It's got what Willem Dafoe. It's got uh, Daisy Ridley, and I think James McAvoy, if I remember right. The the three kind of big big actors names. But it's kind of this twelve minute time yeah. loop that you're going through. August nineteen, which is cool. Um, it was playable for a lot of people at the Tribeca Games Fest this week, or will be still for people at Tribeca. Um, so that's definitely one to keep your eyes out for there, in my opinion. Any thoughts yeah. on, on that one? Um, it Look, I mean, they. I feel like they showed the, almost the same footage that I've already seen. It's hard so to show. It, yeah, I feel like it's a hard game to demo. Yeah, I mean, there's only 12 minutes of it, right? Yeah. And, and, even, <laughs> um, and even then, you, you can't, as a result, you can't really show much of that. Otherwise, you, like a whole loop could that they went through just, could spoil the entire game for you or the bulk of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a very weird circumstance, I suppose. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd, I'd be happy to see that game come out so that people could actually experience it. So good to see that it's still on the way. A couple other big indies and then we're heading back into AAA space. Uh, we've got uh, one that I backed on Kickstarter, I think it was just last year, uh, Iden Chronicles. It's basically a Suikoden take because um, konami won't do it yes um but they announced it, it's it like was a um game. that was actually one that's that's not on this main list it's it's not on this main list that we were looking at and i very probably not covertly at all was quickly doing my best to look to that name up because yeah it, i know that it, it doesn't look like my sort of game I'm, i've never been huge on jrpgs um even Suikoden like. is a very unique style JRPG in terms of like you can build this group of about 100 and they've got their own little stories and their own little lives and they, they mm. will or will not participate with you and it's all like your decisions really mattered, which was kind of still kind of crazy for the PS1 era, especially on that scale. Sure. But I mean, this this game looked great. Yeah. Like this game actually jumped out at me and looked like it looked really cool. Like the way that they're doing um, sprites in like a real, a more... Slightly background, travelly, but not quite. That yeah, far. yeah, for sure, for sure. And it, it looked like they animated very well. They definitely had like a, bit of an anime sort of, you know, like, 
brought to life. Like they, they, the characters look like yeah, they interact in a very engaging sense rather than just text boxes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like they, they look like they've actually done like a lot of work to, to the sprites to actually, like I think there was, there was one part where um, like a girl's running on and she's got the almost Sonic the Hedgehog spiral for yes. legs yes. to indicate that they're running really far. Like that, that type of stuff is they not... They lean into it a little bit. Like, yeah, which I, you don't normally see in those sorts of sprite games. So I feel like that the way that they're making the game allows for that, which which is really cool. And, yeah, and almost like a yeah, and almost like a Phoenix Wright style of like animated faces on to text boxes. It, it gave me almost like a bit of a Golden Sun feel, which which hit me really really good because that's one of my sort of in the pocket favorites. Yeah. So yeah, and and they also added uh, a, what looked to be it's a like a game. that rising. Yeah, so there's Iden Chronicle Rising, which is going to come out in 2022, and then the core release, the one that was actually kickstarted back in the first place, uh, that's not going to be coming until 2023, but both are coming to Game Pass for anyone on Xbox, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, Rising almost looked like... It was shown very, very briefly. Yeah. It was like a like a side-scrolly brawler almost. Yeah, it, it was looks... a bit hard to... I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it to kind of get a bit, bit of a real feel on that, but yeah. I, li- I like it. Yeah, same. Yeah, looked it looked cool. They again, they both jumped out at me, and that stuff and yeah. does in some some circumstances. But usually, it's the gameplay that loses me. But the 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 hundred heroes portion, there, there was a few, I guess, combat sequences where they're like there was one where it like stretched back to a dude on a hill, like an archer on a hill who fired from like super long range. Yeah, um, that, that looked really really cool. Yeah, the way you can play so, it would be really fascinating, especially like the ideas they brought back in the PS1 days to be able to modernise that and what they could do under that sort of umbrella would be really fascinating to me. One final indie sure. called The Ascent, mm-hmm. which we've seen a fair few times over the years and is now coming fairly imminently. Um, I can't remember what the actual release date was. It's not even in, it's not in either of the posts that I'm looking at here, but it's, <laughs> but it's coming uh, out. I think I've got it here is really July 29th. Oh, cool. So like a month away. Um, co-op yeah, shooter. I might be wrong on that. Indie style co-op shooter. Um, I'm going to try and take twin a look stick. while we look like a twin stick shooter. Yeah. Um, I I always love a good so twin stick cool. shooter. Yeah, you're right. July 29th. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, no, I've I've always been a big fan of twin stick shooters. If if they if they handle nice, it's just they're a blast. I mean, Smash TV, Salt Android Cactus, like all of those sorts of games are always good fun. Fire up your Xbox One, mate. We're going to be playing this one together, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to maybe stop some of the dust. But yeah, I think <laughs> it's 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 uh, it looked good. It looked really good. And now, as we wrap things up, we are back to the AAAs. So the first of those is, I guess, not a total surprise because a private division PR person, or actually, I think it was like a company head, put their foot in it the other day, very recently, and kind of outlined that there's an Outer Worlds two. And it showed up. So we're getting the Outer Worlds 2 from Obsidian. Another really cool trailer. Very quickly jump in. Uh, I think we missed missed one one or two. Uh, We missed a couple. I mean, there was an Age of Empires 4. Oh, yeah. He's in there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, good one. Which I guess that that falls into the the large boys. But uh, there was a Slime Rancher 2 in there that we could also very, very briefly mention. Which looked stunning. The worlds looked gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, Slimes, not Um, so much. But certainly the worlds, gorgeous. Yeah, and look, they're obviously going for a style that they, yeah. they want to probably diverge too far away from the thing that got them out there. And it looks like they're they're doing a lot of work with it. The um, the like main sort of vacuumy, almost <laughs> witch's mansion vacuum tool 
look like it, it you know has has some features and whatnot that's uh and can yeah. get some stuff done which it, it and it looked it looked fun i actually thought it was um astroneer when the when the trailer first started oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if, you, if you know that game yeah, like, I, a little, I know like the vacuum tool in that um i, I was like oh are they making more of that because is luigi's mansion well, coming to, play, uh, to xbox yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it, it, yeah that that looked pretty cool just wanted to yeah, no, that, that was on my on back end list stretch. there, but but it is looking fantastic, and yeah, the uh, the Outer Worlds mm. two looking amazing as well. But that, totally. that trailer, that trailer really made me laugh because it's like finally someone say, and look, I, I get it's a joke that's probably been made before, but um, yeah, it was really funny to lead into, and, and we'll obviously lead into this. Um, I think we actually already touched on it, but. Uh, there was one part of that Outer Worlds trailer where they said that Nyan sound means that you're going to be looking at large vistas and then the next trailer was for okay. Flight Simulator and yeah. there was large vistas. And I'm like, where's the Nyan? Where is it? Wait <laughs> give me, for give me, it, give it's me. not here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah still didn't to say a hell of a lot. Like, the game's still a fair way out. They've st- they're still putting it's, out it's, DLC for the, the original but, as yeah, we speak. So exactly. it's clearly a long way out. I think, you know, 2023 yeah, they, at the earliest. You would have thought Starfields that thing <laughs> where they're like, "Hey, here's a, a couple of snapshots and a and a title." There you go. Yeah, in a couple of years. It was interesting that they announced it, but I'm still kind of glad they did. Um, next one is yeah. Forza Horizon Five, which caught me off guard because I genuinely felt like there've been more and more rumblings about it in the last few weeks. So I guess it shouldn't have totally surprised me, but I was expecting motorsport. I was expecting to call motorsport. I I expected that as well. Um, it was only, I think there was a car driving on just dirt dunes, and I'm like, oh, that's a horizon. Yeah, and clearly, like there, there oh, was there was, a, there was a few. Yeah, as soon as it was not on a road, I'm like, oh, it's a horizon. I would have, yeah. yeah, I I was in the exact same boat as you. And again, knowing that they're working on Fable as well, and obviously they're two separate teams, but I just thought, mm, we'll be waiting a little bit longer, but not to be. And I'm glad. Like They're off to Mexico. Beyond that, we'll probably learn a lot more about this thing at the the follow-up event in a few days from now. So One thing I do have to say is it was really funny the way that they did that trailer because they're like, oh, look at how we've taken... We've gone to absolute dramatic lengths to recreate these very important and famous landmarks and places and they just have cars just like burning doughies through there oh, and whatnot. Total <laughs> it disrespect. Was like, yeah, it was like, oh, we've respected these places. We've taken large photos and, and you know, time-lapsed video of these places. And, driven and now you can do your, yeah, now you can do your sick doughies in the middle of town <laughs> square. And I'm like, yeah, it's an I don't know about take. all that. <laughs> it's a bit of a disconnect, but I it gave me a bit of a chuckle, which I think that's what, the Horizon series is always about having to yeah. be more of a chuckle than it's, the motorsport. It's lighter. So. Again, it's arcadey compared to your sim, which is motorsport and obviously Gran Turismo. And our final game, uh, which was a Bethesda title, which was an arcane title. Um, mm. I mean, arcane are busy these days. It's not dishonored like people maybe had hoped, but it's a new game, yeah. right? a co-op style thing. Certainly looks like it's meant to be co-op. The way they pitched it was certainly co-op. Called Redfall. Definitely. Vampires. It's come full circle to kind of what we were talking about early, like much, much early on with, it definitely seems like that three or four player co-op is really taking off in a, in a sort of game style that you could have asked me a year ago. And I'd be like, Oh, they're they're dead. They don't make those anymore. Um, But here we are. They're surging. Back at the forefront. Yeah. Um, 
look, it was obviously a very cinematic. Oh yeah, trailer. It, there, there was, but there looks like there's. We're trying to hint at gameplay. It looks to me almost like there's like a like there's maybe like a hero component to it. Like not quite to an Overwatch perspective, but it looks like yeah, the felt, archetypes will have. It kind of felt, I guess, yeah, Left 4 Dead and Evolve style. You've got four different classes. More, I guess, in line with Evolve, where you've got kind of four distinct classes that can do four distinct different things. Yeah, yeah, um, I guess, yeah, that's but you're not just going up against one big beast like Evolve, which was kind of the thing that brought the game down because it was ultimately the same tactics every single time. And the only thing you had to contend with is the fact that that one beast was controlled by a fifth player. Um, here it's the one far more one. pure, I guess, in the sense that it's just PvE. But it looks looks pretty cool. Um, and it's coming out middle of, next, uh, middle of next year. So I guess in line with what we were saying before with Stalker, and then obviously you've got uh, Starfield at the end of the year. They are kind of starting to dot these things out, you know, every three months or so apart. Like they've they've got a clear plan of attack for next year already established, which is kind of great on the if you're looking at it as an Xbox fan. Yeah, it yeah. There's just something for kind of all flicks of the old calendar. So yeah, I I'd be interested to see more of Redfall. I'd be I'd be curious to see what they're doing with actual gameplay um the perspective like yeah. is it a first person is it a third person um would you involve the third person i feel but could be going to be third that's that's what my gut says yeah i i guess i don't know like maybe maybe it'd be a bit smarter to not try and ape the yeah, death true. formula you when the people that made left for dead are out there making yeah making a left for dead yeah, so, uh, that's a good point. So I mentioned there's also that. Yeah, go on. Um, I was just gonna say that that new Ubisoft one as well. Oh, um, to, to add the extraction. Yeah, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like that. If you like that game type, it's a wealth of you've got plenty them to, out there. And I was quite taken by Extraction simply because it's not PvP like Siege was. Same. I'm yeah, shit I was, I was at actually, video games. And I don't want to have to compete with other people, but if I can compete I get with, old, mate. with other people, far more appealing. I have that dexterity that I once Oof. had. <laughs> oh, and I mean, like, and the thing I was saying when I when I had uh, Betson on the show to talk Ubisoft yesterday is like the nature of kind of what I'm doing with all the player two stuff, and he's a bit the same. I think we're all kind of do it to an extent. Is the fact that you know there's always that next new release on the horizon, so you might just start to get good at something. And then something new comes along, or maybe I get sent something for a review or whatever it is. You move on. Now, this is very much a first world problem. I'm not going to go too woe is me about the whole thing. But yeah, woe just, is you, me, I get games You move release. on, yeah. And then, <laughs> then you're like, oh, I might, I might come back and play whatever. And everyone else is skilled up and you're just left behind. Like, well, I'm never playing that ever again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Boy, I was really good in the, in the pre-release service and now I'm getting curb stomped. This back is... in my day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in my day, I had all the hours in the day to do things. Exactly. Now so I have. As now we to wrap do the it thing. up, I guess there was a few games that, or franchises, established ones that, or previous announcements even that didn't show. Was there anything that you were maybe surprised didn't show up on the Xbox side? Yeah, I've I'm completely blanking on the name of it, but the the RPG from the other RPG from Obsidian. Oh, Avowed. Avowed, yeah. Um, it's just basically the Skyrim was... style. I guess the fantasy RPG. I was not expecting Outer Worlds two to be sh- like even mentioned by name before yeah. seeing more about that. 
it's crazy because they've probably got four games in development now. So they've got the Outer Worlds 2, but also kind of the DLC still for the Outer Worlds, but I'll bundle them together for the sake of this. You've sure. got Grounded, which is still a work in progress. You've got okay. Avowed, and most likely because it's kind of their bread and butter for years, there's probably a CRPG in there too. Like they've, they're spinning a ton of plates and... I mean, they haven't really misfired in a fair while. Obviously, you know, you can maybe make an argument about bugs and those sort of things that you still get every now and then. But the, sure. the general quality, like the the vision, what they're going for, the stories that they're telling have all been fantastic. It's just, you know, some technical hiccups that have kind of held them up. And again, not in any like Assassin's Creed Unity style or Mass Effect uh, Andromeda style way. Far more minor than that. Yeah, yeah thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. Oh, yeah. Far, far more minor than that. But like, they're firing all still like it just shows and uh, there's an argument to be made still even with bethesda coming into the family that that obsidian might be the best pickup that they've they've made yeah i i think ninja theory will also be one that'll probably yeah. come good i guess I'm, i guess i'm thinking more in like a per capita sort of thing like in how like the frequency with oh, which they'll be able yeah. to deliver um sure obviously sure. bethesda will be able to deliver faster than than them but you yeah. balance kind of the quality and that per capita thing i'd yeah, I'd probably argue Obsidian might have Bethesda covered. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, and, and I think like Doom in there. Yeah, for sure. And I think that some of the other smaller teams they picked up, like the the We Happy Few crew, yeah, and just want to see them. We'll find and and whatnot. I think that um, there's there's a lot of a lot of those really tailored unique experiences that they can bring to the table along with your you know big hogged out dude with two machine guns from like a wolfenstein yeah. do you know what i mean like it, it's a really i think they've got a really good balance yeah no i'd agree with that They're, they've really got the um, ducks in a row in a great way at the moment so like you could even argue maybe to a like potential a larger potential extent than even sony has is I mean, if you if you if you were to come at me and say, okay, well, they've got a more diverse lineup for sure. Yeah, like again, Sony's getting out there and they're making their indie deals and whatnot, and they've you know they've they've got Square in their pocket more or less, yeah. right? But but um, time to just right. open up your pocket and throw a bit of money around, all right? Just yeah, give this sure. JRPG guy a little bit of love. <laughs> and and something else that was really really heartening to see as well, and something that. Uh, look, I don't know if this has been mentioned. I I was very much not aware of it, but the the entire Yakuza franchise. Oh yeah, Game Pass um, coming. Yeah, all of that coming to Game Pass. All was, the others were was really. The others were already, but they added like a dragon to that. So. Like a dragon, yeah. It's but and again, like I was not aware because I've always known the Yakuza franchise as being PlayStation. Very much like the like a lot of the Final Fantasies since you know back in the PS One yeah, era. Since Final Just, Fantasy Seven. It just kind of locked to the, the the PlayStation, basically. So it was really interesting to see all of that kind of come together. Um, and it, it just makes you wonder, those sorts of things going away. Yeah, I mean, maybe, it's interesting to see. Maybe it's starting to even out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, is, it'd be it, interesting it'd, to it'd see nice. where, like, a Persona, for example, might fit in at some point down the future. Like, will, will Xbox be able to jag Persona mm. 5 out of, out of there, for example, or Persona 6 when that comes along? You know, is that going to be multi-plat? They're not going to get it exclusive because... The, the the core audience is the Japanese audience and the Japanese audience won't want anything to do with Xbox as a platform. But um or historically anyway I should say. I I won't I won't be too definitive about that. But historically they don't want anything to do with it. 
they'll take their local yeah. brand as over an American brand any day of the week. But um, I mean, at the moment over there, they're, they're not taking consoles at all. Right? Well, yeah, so it's like, except Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo is the exception. But we still haven't come to an agreement where that's a console yet. So I, I stand yeah. by my statement. Yeah, true. Let, let's let's like, re, like record a five-minute segment tomorrow, and we'll just quickly cut it into this. <laughs> see what happens after yeah. Nintendo has their direct tomorrow. Ah, and, it's a console after all. Yeah, there we go. Ah, it's, it's, still a handheld. it's not handheld at all. Like, oh shit. Yeah, you, just, um, you inject it into your liver. It's real. <laughs> it's just a chip under your skin. That's it. Beams just, Mario you can, into your brain. Yeah, you can gland Metroid into your bloodstream. I'd probably do that. I, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually all right with that. <laughs> After saying it, I'm, I'm actually down. I'll play your games, Nintendo. Why not? Yeah. Um, anything else <laughs> yeah, that's that wasn't fine. Take my spleen. You... I don't need it. <laughs> anything else that wasn't shown um, that you feel like maybe... Not necessarily in a good or bad way, but you know, was notable that was missing. Um, there I was... never expected gears, and that was fine. No, perfect art no, wasn't it's... there. Fable wasn't. That there. was something. That was something I expected to maybe see a little bit more of. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I've, I've been thinking about rareware a lot lately. I don't know if that's just me getting old, but um, we all. I've... Yeah, I I really want to see more rare franchises. <laughs> I don't even care if it's developed by Rare anymore. I just want them to see... Like, I want to see another Killer Instinct. I want to see another... I mean, personally, I'd love to see another Jet Force Gemini, and I feel like it's time, and, and the tech could really do something fun with that. I, again, like, referencing Ratchet, I think the characters running around with big guns, I think you add a combat role, and you, you're golden. Um, again, Perfect Dark is good. Um, yeah, I, I think... I think a, a, a next gen, they're close. Like they're Blast close. Core would be sick. Same. I, I'd, that I'd out struggle there. to even imagine what that'd look like in the modern setting, but it'd be interesting. Sick for sure. as sick as fuck is <laughs> what that would look like. Um, like just a giant mech jumping up and like ground pounding, just like with glass everywhere, particle effects out there. You might be onto I'm something. Just, I'm you just saying. I'm just saying, like giant mech dropping you... out of the sky, ground pounding. Just sound, like we've got that. It's called Titanfall, right? We do, but yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't dive through buildings. No, that's a good point. We need more of that. Make insurance money. <laughs> I'm going to crack the shits and say that Banjo needed to be there, but I'll, I'll say that every year, and I'll say the same thing about Ubisoft with Splinter Cell. Uh, like we just, we need more of the I bear mean, and the bird. I mean, Banjo was at a three a couple of years ago. Just not the capacity that. In Smash, yeah, just not in the capacity that you're looking for. I agree. Um, I I could I could probably do without Conquer for a while. I don't think they yeah. need to. I don't think they need to do that. Um, which I guess is that might be weird. That's probably the thing that I would make a lot yeah, of money as well. If but. you're talking between the two, there's certainly more potential. I think in Banjo than Conquer. Not that Conquer yeah, is I, I lacking in potential for sure, but I think there's more scope with Banjo. I agree. I, I think once you move past and the nostalgia too shock comedy yeah. um really What's just left? got yeah i mean look you've, you've taken away comedy from conquer and i don't think you've got like that you're left with like less good platforming to banjo and a lot of movie references which again it's not bad um it's i just, just think that, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah just lots of film and, uh, yeah i, I think <laughs> randy's got that covered um so uh, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think a, a new banjo. It's time. 
next year. I, you know what? Next year, I, that needs I, to I don't know why they haven't just had a Gruntilda Island, a Gruntilda Head Island in Sea of Thieves at the very least. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a... Yeah, just give us some love. Like, recognise the franchise other than getting Nintendo to do the work for you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, Rareware has... Like, you bought them for... Like, yeah, it, I don't know. It was It's a weird situation. And I really hope that the, the companies that they've acquired, uh, you know, especially like Bethesda and... Double fine for sure. Yeah. If Rare, um, I hope they don't. I, I hope there. they don't. Well, I just hope they don't, they don't go the way of Rare. Yeah, where you've got fantastic IPs that put in a vault somewhere and never get touched. Because I, I think M Studios now, with with you know all these other studios that you've got, you've got the talent. You, I mean, as much Passion. as I like the idea of you know, contraband, you don't you don't need to be outsourcing to Avalanche to to make yourself a another co-op game you could probably just be making a banjo game yeah and you'd sell a lot of copies and make a lot of people very happy you would make an obscene amount of money there'd be a lot of people who'd go and buy an xbox for banjo do you know something else that i'm, I'm surprised and I, I don't know how much of a long shot this really truly is and we may see it tomorrow but i think it's about time rare replay hits the switch oh yeah, yeah i think we discussed this off off camera recently and yeah i think there's some merit in that, and I don't think it's an unreasonable possibility. So we'll, we'll see what happens in that space. It'll be interesting for sure. I'll be down with it. Um, though we did forget the most important announcement of all. Oh, the fridge. Um, fridge. I'm buying the fridge. fridge. I've got my space. I need to get my soundproofing and all that. As everyone can tell through this whole E3 period, I'm <laughs> waiting for it. It's in the post. But the fridge is going to take up a beautiful spot in this in this in this shared studio space and i'm going to cooling technology oh i can't wait I, I was i didn't look for any games to pre-order or anything i haven't done that now a lot of people know i pre-order lots of shit i haven't pre-ordered any games through this e3 period but man i jumped on that eb games site very fast in the hopes that i could pre-order a fridge and it's just nothing yet Boom. please Boom. I just want to get like I need someone to tip me off because I need that fridge. I hope you can customize it like the old Xbox controllers. Like I want it, I want it etched with the, something like really dumb, the, um, laser etched. What they call what they call that program? The Elite controllers. No, no, the the ones where you could totally customize your controller. The oh, the, yeah, that one. Labs? Um, labs something. I think it was yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's yes, oh. that's that's the thing I'm talking about. That'd be great. But why not? Why not? <laughs> that'd be that'd be amazing. Um, but on that brilliant note, not not talking that about games, not talking about consoles, but talking about homewares and cooling, uh, cooling your drinks. I think we'll wrap things up there. We've spoken for about an uh, well, well over an hour at this point about the Xbox conference. Lots of awesome stuff on show. Uh, pretty awesome showcase overall. The games, yeah, what value, value, so, and oh, was I guess the words of the day, but especially like value game passes. Yeah increasingly difficult to look away from absolutely so makes you wonder if you own an xbox will you ever purchase a game again um i'm not planning on it <laughs> like i mean you know anything i want on playstation i'll of course buy it but who knows they might follow that path at some point and on the xbox side yeah just Maybe. why why buy halo why buy gears why buy any of these things when you've got your game pass subscription and that's that's what they're banking on um, and they're then banking, I think, on the Netflix side of things where you then just forget that you've got it. And, sure. um, and they'll just make their stream of 10 to 15 bucks, whatever, depending on your currency, every month for the remainder of the year. Mm. 
times twenty years. Like that's they're playing the long game and they're on they're Absolutely. on track. So I'd be curious to know whether it's profitable or not at this point. I feel like it probably isn't, but it doesn't matter because it's Microsoft. Yeah, I I wonder. I wonder about that. But we'll ne- we won't know um, that. So Yeah. I mean it's makes it easier for them to say, Hey, you're you're paying for our online service. Yeah. Is they can very easily say, No, you're paying for our games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's certainly there's there's a lot of spin you can put on it to make it look. But I, I suspect much it's more spin than you can. Yet, but it's only a matter of time. It can more only be you can with the PS Plus. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll wrap things up there. That was a very deep dive into Xbox. Lots of really cool stuff. Jay, it was awesome to have you back talking games on a podcast with you, mate. Appreciate it, mate. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. We should uh, do this stuff more often. Yeah, do some. We'll we'll, we'll have some plans now. about something we can do over the sometime in the future. We'll. I mean, we had our old things, like obviously early days of Patched and the Games Club and all those sorts of things. And we'll, who knows, maybe we revive the Games Club, you and I. I don't know. We'll see. I just thought yeah, that'd be spot, though. So I'm not committing to anything, yes. viewers and listeners. But um, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. I think you've got well and truly many games and also children that you need to deal with. Exactly. But so we'll, I think we'll, we'll, we'll see how we go. We'll find an outlet kind out. of enables this sort of thing but uh make sure if you haven't already caught up with all our other uh, ones of these like we've done a few of these videos already so far we've looked at uh ubisoft we've looked at koch media we've looked at uh, it was another big one that's happened i keep forgetting what it is that i keep thinking of two or the three and can't think of the third because i'm a moron but um there's lots of stuff that we've been doing in this space and lots more to come so make sure to check all those out there's going to be square enix as well keep on it because we're 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 going real hard with uh with e3 this year so mate thanks again for coming find out next time if if the switch really is a console yes yes we'll be talking uh, there'll be there'll be a lot of switch talk in the next couple couple of days so make sure to keep your eyes out for that as well uh make sure to visit the website player2.net.au for all of the what we've been dubbing the season of gaming not the summer of gaming because we're not fucking from that northern hemisphere those assholes keep trying to hijack it it's winter down here, you pricks. Yeah. Jeff Keeley. It's cold. Yeah. So it's our season of gaming here, which encompasses E3, which encompasses Summer of Gaming, which encompasses probably PlayStation State of Plays and assorted other events that will pop up over the course of the coming months, really. Everything you'll find is there, including these videos. So make sure to go check all those out. Lots of really cool stuff going on. And make make sure to find me, Paul James Games, on Twitter. The website's player2au. Jay, you're not on Twitter, but... Uh, if we get something right. going again, you'll see hopefully more of Jay in video and audio form anyway. So, Yes. Yes. Audio, visual, spectacular. Yeah. So make sure to stay tuned for that. But otherwise, uh, you might want to go buy an Xbox. Honestly, there's lots of shit coming. See you later, guys. <laughs> yeah.